0: Sit back, relax, and get ready because this is Things Mom Never Said, Secrets to Aging Well. Welcome back. It's Things Mom Never Said.
1: Yes. Thank you very much. And it's good to be back and get started again.
0: Yes. Yes. Welcome listeners and friends to another exciting episode of... Shit, we never talk about.
1: <laughs>
0: is that, is that what this is called. No. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Thought I had the wrong subject.
0: <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! Oh, so last time we uh, we talked about um, perfectionism and our need to be perfect and how unhealthy that is. Uh, any thoughts on that?
1: Well, I believe it. I believe it's true. I believe it happens and we probably all have to deal with that in one way or the other. And, uh, if you can find that balance in your life before you're too far into all that, you're pretty fortunate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think the the thing that resonated with me the most is to be our authentic selves. And yes, if we are that, then, um, that's all. That's all the world needs is for us to be us.
1: That's true. I wish I had said that.
0: That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> os- osmosis or or tele- telepathy. Yeah. Right. She said that through me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was. Uh, I was. I saw a video of Brene Brown um, this week that said that. Um, you know, we try to fit in. Mm -hmm. always with this idea of fitting in Uh and the polar opposite of fitting in, which is, you know, making ourselves fit into what others want is Mm -hmm. belonging and belonging is where we are being our authentic selves and bringing that to the table.
1: Ah, That's, that's very insightful. I like that.
0: Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. And I'm going to try to find uh, more to that video so I can see her whole conversation, but I've, I thought that that was really poignant when it comes to us trying to be perfect, and what? Why are we trying to be perfect? Well, yeah. more often than not, it's because we think we have to fit into this little box or be a part of this thing um, mm-hmm. and be something that someone else says we need to be. Right, right. Um, but really, we just we just need to belong, and in order to do that, we have to be authentic.
1: Uh-huh. And yeah. boy, that's there's so much truth to that.
0: Yeah, really a lot to think about too. uh
1: uh-huh.
0: So as we strive to not be perfect, let's all go <laughs> out and mess things up today. Let's mess things up.
1: Okay. I, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> it's
0: happening. It's happening. Yeah. So on today's episode, uh, we are moving into a really super fun topic for all of us ladies, because I think it uh, is something that I know that I've talked about a lot with friends, um, which is ageism. And um, for this discussion, we have brought back m- I, my friend and friend of the show, uh, Sue, <laughs> who is going to join us in this conversation. Welcome, Sue. Yes, welcome.
1: Thank you, oh, thank you so much for having me back. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: Of course, of course. Last time we talked about uh, sleep, and in particular, bedjets.
2: <laughs> <Right. laughs> I want some updates on that.
0: <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah. We should we should get an update on that.
2: <laughs> well, I still
0: have not heard from bedjet on you know corporate sponsorship. So bedjet, on, bed, you're yeah. listening. Well,
2: I will tell you, I have found a new tool for my arsenal, and I will Ooh. just tell you briefly. I've been sleeping on, or not sleeping on, but I lay on an acupressure mat. Um, for 20 minutes. And then I do this, there's this yoga pose where you lay flat on your back with your feet straight up in the air, like um, perpendicular. And I just lay on my bed with my, my legs up against the headboard. And I do that for 10 minutes. And when I tell you I'm sleeping like a baby now. Oh my gosh.
1: How often do you do that? Every night, every single night. Yeah. Well, I was wondering how you could hold your legs up in the air for 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) until you mentioned the headboard. (laughs) I thought I couldn't do that.
2: (laughs) Laying on the acupressure mat, which looks scary, but it's really not. And then, you know, with my legs in the air for 10. So it's a nice little half hour of, you know, relaxing.
1: Wow. Yeah. It uh, sounds like a little torture thing going on.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know your your weight is really evenly distributed. The actual the only part that feels a little bit painful is when you get up from it, it feels like you have a sunburned back. That's it. Mm, wow. That so that's my that's my sleep update. Oh, but that's not what we're talking about. That's today. okay. Yeah, but that's all right. <laughs> mail us. Yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> we
1: can use that. <laughs> totally fine. Where did you come across something like that? Well, um,
2: I have read about acupressure mats for a while, okay. but um, only uh, happen upon one on you know the the really good ones. They're you know expensive, but the, the you can get cheapy ones on Amazon. And a friend of mine was like, "Yeah, I got this on Amazon." I thought I had to go with the expensive one, and then I sure. discovered no, you can get the cheapy ones. Well, wow, good, good for an experiment. You know, you spend you know your thirty bucks, and you good to try. You're right, good. To try right. That. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. I, I, think I, so. I We should all give it a try.
2: Yes. Plus, you get the bonus of feeling. Can I? Can I say this? You get. The, you can bleep it out. Maybe you feel like a badass.
1: Oh, Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. There's something about that. Yeah, well, I, I mean,
0: <laughs> you're lying on a bed of nails. I mean, jeez, yeah. it's like every know. every yogi dream. Yeah,
1: get up, put on your leather jacket, and get on your motorcycle.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you're sleeping better. That's, I mean, and what it, that's really cool. We can try that tool out and see if it works. Yes, and I'm
2: going to join the UFC next month.
0: The (laughs) UFC, yes. (laughs) No, I'm not. We all know. I'm not. not. Yes, in top fighting shape. She's ready to go, folks. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. I love Anyways, it. Stop. No, no, that's a great, it's <laughs> a great, like, it, I mean, it is what it, it's great to hear. like that something that was working, you tried something new, it works even better, like, or mm-hmm. in conjunction with it's Isn't all that, working. Yeah. It's, you know, sleep is super important. It's one of it those sure pieces is. of the, of our lifestyle that's so important to health. So uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Any advice that we can give each other is good advice. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So ageism is our topic. And um, I don't think that anybody really ever talks about it or that it ever is in the forefront of anybody's mind. Um, It's usually something that happens to us. You know, I think most people just do it to themselves. Um, But... (laughs) Ageism is defined Uh um, as the prejudice or discrimination on the basis of age. And it is a serious situation because it actually is the last socially acceptable form of prejudice that you can see readily in all areas of our lives. So, Mm. um, you know, it's one of those things where I think that, Everybody has a different experience, just like health. Everybody's got a different experience with their health, but, um, it's an important topic because it impacts women, uh, a lot and in a lot of ways. So, um, Sue, since you're joining us on the here, what has been your experience, if any, with ageism?
2: Um, I think this is such an interesting topic. Um, and I look at it from a variety of angles. (laughs) So, um, so my dad is 90 and I have kind of watched how people have changed the way they treat him.
1: Uh Um,
2: and you know, a friend of mine is in his eighties and he's writing a book about aging and how people treat you differently. And Mm. it's interesting, you know, the older you get, the less people remember your title when you were working. No one remembers that my dad was a doctor and they just call him Mr. And it's so strange to me, um, you know, with, and, and on the, you know, sort of opposite spectrum, you know, with, with the kids um, you know, I, when they talk about being quote unquote old, they talk about being in their fifties and I'm like, guys, I'm 51. Do I? Yeah. You. What are you talking about? Right. And so you know, I find myself in a, an interesting position where I've spent a lifetime hearing people, primarily my parents, say things like, "It's awful to get old," mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of those you know ways of thinking about age um, have such an impact on me in the way I'm working hard to age. So mm. I eat healthier. I work out. I try to, you know, conduct all these little experiments to see how can I sleep better? How can I function better? How can I feel better? What do I, what do I do so that I'm in a position because my husband's older than me to take better care of him and Mm -hmm. and ageism, you know, external ageism with him and where, you know, in, in his last job, um, you know, he had some pretty horrible experiences that really impacted him and where he is, now he's internalized some of those things. We were just mm-hmm. talking about it yesterday that you know you you might not think of yourself as old. You know, my dad in his 90s says, I feel like I'm like 20, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't think of myself. And then my body reminds me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that I, I just think that it, it is uh, something that I really fight because I don't want to have those feelings. I want to be excited about aging. And, and I read something the other day, um, a, a comment someone made that, you know, the way that the Japanese approach aging is so different. Like they're excited to get older and the, mm-hmm. they're still active and doing things. And so, you know, here, I just think there's something going on with our healthcare system that makes people older sooner. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, you have to it, wonder. That, Yeah, you have to wonder about that, and 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 it's you make some good points, right? So, one, on one hand, we're like your dad, you know, doesn't feel old, but maybe in some of their thinking, he's like, "I'm too old to do this," or "I'm Mm -hmm. too old for that," which is kind of that self directed ageism, right? We're setting ourselves up in a negative way for it. Yeah. Um, But you're that that whole like how people address. Um, people of an older age, you know, he's not doctor anymore. He's sir, or hey, Mister, or mm-hmm. you know, buddy. Um, <laughs> no one's calling him buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy.
2: I, I I
0: often refer to your dad as buddy.
2: Do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did not know yeah. that. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay. I think she's covering herself.
2: Wow, yeah. Pow. Hey, The worst, actually, um, the worst is um, when, when, like, he's in the hospital right now, and, and a lot of the nurses come in, and they do the whole sweetheart, honey, sweetie thing, oh. which I find incredibly condescending. And I think they're trying to be kind. And, and perhaps they have a loving spirit in saying those things, but it is so condescending and it yeah. bugs me. Oh.
0: <laughs> what, what is with the baby talk, right? Like, yeah. Oh, sweetie. Oh, you know, like, come here, dearie. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, that is so condescending and it's so disrespectful.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, dear me. I got to change my way. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, I've never looked at it that way. And I find myself doing that to people on occasion, like older people it's like yeah. oh you're so sweetie <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's, it's, there's a lot to be said for that i, I i'm guessing i so i didn't mom, really, oh, go oh ahead. sorry go ahead go yeah
0: ahead. go ahead
2: Oh, I was just going to say I didn't really think too much about it, um but my friend who's writing this book started talking about it in the book that it's intended to be a sweetness, a term of endearment, a kindness, uh-huh, but
1: uh-huh.
2: for an adult who is who's been an adult for many, many years yes. to be infantilized by it is um, you know, quite difficult for them and sure. so they approach it quite differently and 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 receive it differently. But a lot of I think a lot of the elderly um, you know, do, and and I'm talking frail elderly, 80s, mm-hmm. 90s, you know, hundreds, um, and and they do understand. I mean, these are you know these are wise people. It's not like it comes out of nowhere, but it still might be a little patronizing. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is patronizing. It totally mm-hmm. is. Um, and and I only say this because I've um, I worked in an industry that served seniors, mm-hmm. and it was so ingrained in us to not be ageist okay. and to not okay. come from a place of um, condescension or um, prejudice or discrimination around age, because that's who we served. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the only reason that I can pick it out instantly. Um, and, and I would go, to senior living communities and um the the amount of staff that would use baby talk Mm -hmm. and and i would constantly correct it not you know to their you know not in their face and say don't say that sorry you know doctor Mm -hmm. um don't say pow. Um, <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> we we'll call our patients buddy. Yeah. Buddy. Don't call yeah, buddy. Her,
0: yeah. Don't call him buddy. That's Dr. Mo. Um, but, you know, like it, it it was just so I'm I'm lucky in that I got the opportunity to have that awakening and to see mm-hmm. that and, and to have my mind open to it, because I don't like you said, mom you don't think about it and you think you're being all nice and really the other person's experience of it could be like what the hell is she saying this to me for you know like
1: <laughs> right I, right it's true I mean
0: they are the elder states women elder statesmen of mm-hmm. our culture mm-hmm. and they deserve respect and to be talked to like humans
1: mm-hmm. you know well and the, the situation with me right now is I'm hanging with that group of people. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm i spending more time. I have um, acquired several friends here in the last couple of years that are in their 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, all those questions that I had years ago about, I wonder what it's like when you get to be that age, mm-hmm. are you still interested in sex, for for an example? and um what and <laughs> what this, just a,
0: this just took a turn uh,
2: i could tell you things that i've heard about nursing Facilities oh, and assisted Oh my living. gosh.
0: Yeah, they have, the, they oh, have yeah. the highest, highest population and in incidences of STDs yeah. in any generation. So yeah,
1: I think <laughs> they covered. We, we <laughs> got into that real fast there, girls.
0: It, it, it <laughs> yeah. happened quick, boy, I tell you. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean,
0: here's a pub here's a public service announcement. Just yeah. because you get to the place where you can't have a child, doesn't mean yes. you still don't need protection from sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, thank you, you ladies. you,
2: Earth. Yeah.
0: Thank you, chlamydia. Let's. Yeah.
1: Oh shoot. Anyway, you were
0: saying you were here yes. with, with a elder statesman, stateswoman crowd. And- yes. Yes.
1: And um, you get to, you know, they talk pretty directly with you. They they're mm-hmm. out there with their feelings and thoughts and. Um and what I have found so so often is you'll be talking about something and that might lead into their their uh, younger years and they will say yes, I remember I ran two departments at Allison's and um, I was respected and I made things happen and and you can see them light up even it's like they're so proud and happy, but, people don't talk about their accomplishments anymore. They don't talk about um, the wisdom that I think that might bother me the most Mm -hmm. um, in today's society. It seems like young people, uh, younger people will tend to set them aside very quickly in life and not even try to pull any wisdom from them. And they have wisdom. They have experienced many wars um Mm -hmm. culture changes educational changes um you know they have so much to give and so much to bring and we pat them on the back and give them their retirement and say okay go play golf and Mm -hmm. which they love (laughs) if they're able but i think that maybe bothers me the most and i see it in the churches um primarily, sometimes in families, Um, running with that crowd right now, I find um, they're still wanting to do all those things they've always done. They want to drive. Um, They don't see anything wrong with their driving. And oftentimes, they are still very good drivers. You know, it depends on the person and and the aging, the health and all of that. But they are the last ones to notice that maybe they aren't uh, driving as safely as as they used to um, but you have to handle all that very carefully and still give them you know some thoughts and and yeah. some direction with all of that but so
0: here's a here's a thought about that okay the, drive, <laughs> the driving situation Uh-oh. i live in a community that is 80 percent retired okay and of that retirement age baby boomers are the largest group uh-huh. Uh-huh. um and you know, those are people in their 70s and 80s. And the driving here is crazy. Like, <laughs> it literally is the craziest thing I've ever seen where people will decide four lanes over that they need to turn right instead of left where they are <laughs> and will just go for it. <laughs> There's there's also the issue with happy hour, which here starts at, oh, wow. starts at two thirty or three. So you got drunk seniors out <laughs> driving like crazy maniacs. Some of them, some of them are going way under the speed limit. Some of them are going way too fast. I mean, here's a happy solution for all of this. I think at At every age, uh, you you know, maybe every so many years, we should have to retake the driving test, not only the written, but the actual driving test, Uh uh just like you have to retest for other things like, you know, a license to drive a boat or Mm -hmm. license to fly a plane. Mm -hmm. Like this is a killing machine. We should all, (laughs) you know, have to re-up on our tests. I mean, I have to take tests to re-up my, you know, ability to practice as a board certified Health coach, so why not? Yeah,
1: but but I'm thinking that this program is supposed to be positive.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Right. We're, all We're all mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so you you're saying that you're seeing it, and you're seeing that in d- different places where you are, right? Like, you're yes, seeing it at your church. Yes. You're seeing it in your friend group. Seeing it in yeah. families. Yeah. Um, but it, actually, there's so many places we can see this.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and one thing it's key to mention is that this discrimination with age starts way earlier Mm -hmm. than your eighties or nineties. And the government itself, our government in 1960 or 1975 passed the age discrimination act, which said that you cannot discriminate on the basis of age from age 40, mind you, and up (laughs) so they deem older as 40 and up wow so so right there tells you in the workplace this was specifically related to workplace discriminations um they were seeing it as early as age 40.
2: if this was not a group of eloquent and uh cultured ladies i would swear again right now it go, 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 go right ahead. Ahead. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. yeah but, but it would start with a letter F but I but I <laughs> yes. I will say you know I I do a lot of executive coaching and so I work with people who are primarily in their 40s, 50s and sometimes 60s and so I do see a fair amount of um, particularly particularly in 60s I don't see it as much in 50s but with people who are in their 60s and particularly in like tech fields, um, mm-hmm. you have to be on top of everything. You have to oh, be on yes. top of the game and, you know, technology changes so quickly that that can be a real challenge. Yesterday, I talked with someone who had been edged out of a company that he had formed and founded mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was primarily because he doesn't have the technical savvy to really keep up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just can't do the the technical things that were required. And I just think, um, you know, th- there's a sense of what old is. And and in our culture, we are fairly cavalier about discarding people yes. like, oh, oh gosh, yeah. to us anymore. And that's right. really not true. Like no, this guy no, has no. so much to offer, but right. because he's 70, a lot of people won't take his calls. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, and in the workplace there, there's a couple different ages things going on, right? You're, you're too young to be a leader. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Because
0: mm-hmm. you're not like, how could you be 37 and be a VP? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the, you're too old to be innovative, or you're out of touch, mm-hmm. or you just can't do the technology like this man. Mm-hmm. When yeah, you can't keep up. Yeah. Right. When yeah. we could look at it from a place of, this person has seen multiple cultural changes.
1: Absolutely.
0: Te- Technology change across the board.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Their wisdom about change, wisdom about innovation is deep, right? So, if that company had chosen to capitalize on that,
1: right? Right.
0: They could have used him in uh, some great ways, right? Maybe he doesn't can't do the technology. So, who cares? Don't let him, don't make him do the technology. Make him talk about it and talk about change and innovation. And
1: see, I, I am totally with that idea. Um, there was a point, and I was in my sixties. We would get these new copiers that could put a book together, <laughs> and it was like, "All right, I uh, I'm not interested <laughs> because I can hardly remember the my code for different things." Um, so I had a gal that understood this. She could she could go back and forth and reprogram, and she did it all. And so I would go to her and I say, would you create this for me? Now, I wasn't using her in my mind. I was recognizing this gal's got it. She knows how to Mm -hmm. do it. I don't have the time to learn it. And once I learned it, I would forget it the next week because I don't use it over and over. So she was my go-to gal and I appreciated that. And why not supply someone who can assist uh, an older gentleman that has all of that wisdom, but cannot necessarily uh, go back and pick up and be as quick and as sharp on that computer as some of the young people are.
2: You know, it's yeah. so, that's so smart and such a good idea. It strikes me that this is one area where academia has some things figured out, although I don't know if it's still this way. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was in grad school, There were a couple of professor emeritus who Mm -hmm. were extraordinary Mm -hmm. thinkers and so smart and had so much to contribute and they still had their offices. We could still go talk to them, Uh get knowledge from them, you know, ask them, you know, various kinds of questions about theories and things. Maybe they hadn't been continuing to study the literature but they had so much to say and so much helpful information and guidance. And I found that so, I have to say, I play in an orchestra that is largely um, populated by retired folks. And so I have a lot of friends in their 60s, 70s and 80s. And um, one lady who started playing drums like in her late 80s and Mm. she was in her 90s, she doesn't play with us anymore. But I find it so wonderful to have such close contact with these wonderful people who have such right. vast like libraries in their heads, like why yeah. are we not turning yeah. to them for so I mean, It's not just that they've been through change and everything. I mean, yes, but also like they have done deals in the business yeah. world. They have, you know, they know people, they know all kinds yeah. of strategies. Like there's so much there. Yes.
1: You yeah. know? That is yeah. so true.
0: Well, and I think it stems to our, like you said, our culture, like we're, Mm -hmm. we easily discard because from day one, we're inundated from birth that we, we should be, that we should be anti-age, right? Because as a society, we have anti-aging products, Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) we
0: we have humorous birthday cards that put us down for being older.
1: Yeah, right? except, the, I mean, ex, except the cards from the little old lady that makes them. That's so hilarious about. Aging. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, great. still, it's there, right? I mean, it's right. about like you're old and decrepit. You need right. to be. Oh, you're over the hill. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, like, and we celebrate these birthdays as milestones. And and the older we get,
1: uh-huh.
0: the more kind of degrading society is around these Mm -hmm. ages and it's this um i heard this term the cult of youth Uh where it sets this standard that we all have to remain thin Mm -hmm. remain taught remain like beautiful to this degree of like i need to look 20 when i'm 70 Mm -hmm. um in order to be acceptable in culture
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I have h- drunk that Kool-Aid I'm in that yeah. cult yeah. I don't really want to be precisely but I am in that cult yeah. I,
1: I think most of us tend to fall in a, into that and and then when you're striving to maintain some of those things you realize what am I doing mm-hmm. and sometimes there's nothing any more beautiful than looking at a, a lady's face And seeing all those lines, and even a man. Last week, I was going to my credit union, and I pulled in, and there was not a spot to be had to park in. And about that time, this family, it was a man and woman and the mother, they were Indian, and they started out across the parking lot in front of me i had stopped and i was waiting on them but i thought it was very interesting that this young man puts his arm out as though to tell me to stop and his other arm was around the backside of his mother or her mother and he he kept in that position until he got up to the sidewalk in that protection mode with that mother and probably the wife too but i thought why is it some cultures revere that wisdom is it because they've been taught to
0: yeah it it is definitely um different in different cultures because the the reverence that some have for the wise the wiser um person in in their family or in their um at work like it's, it's a revered position and it's something that would never be discarded, but something to protect because that mm-hmm. is the person who has the stories, the wisdom, yeah. Yeah. the guidance, um, you know, that is usually the leader in a culture or a family. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's just different from what we've built here in mm-hmm. our culture, which is this anti-aging disposable Mm-hmm. Situation around our aged people.
2: Mm-hmm. I think um, one of the things that's really interesting about that is that, um, April, I'm sure you've you've read this in your study of the blue zones. The things that um, tend to keep us healthy, the things that tend to keep our brains active, the things that tend to keep us, you know, younger, uh, are the same things that are inherent to those cultures. So, yeah. like you know, staying active, being, you know, gardening and doing Tai Mm -hmm. Chi and, you know, all of these things um, are very much a part of that Um, family connections and being, you know, considered valuable. That's Mm -hmm. a part of it. And, you know, we don't, we just don't do that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have tried, um, you know, my dad, uh, a few months ago, um, I mentioned something about some medical thing. And he said, well, why didn't you call me? And I thought, uh, oh, gosh why yes. didn't I call him and I said I don't know I just thought you didn't want to be bothered with it he's like no you can bother me anytime so the very next week I called him with a medical question
1: oh, and awesome.
2: I, was, I needed the answer to that and he sure knew it
1: oh yeah awesome. you know,
2: it made sense to ask him
1: uh-huh. but we don't yeah. think of it that way no
0: yeah which which we need to yes. because I feel like um so often we get in this place of I don't know. Um, we get caught up in it, right? We get caught up in too busy. Um, yeah, too busy to, to, to look that direction, but also caught up in our own anti-aging conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, with our beauty standards and, um, you know, everything we may be experiencing at work, like if we're caught up in all of this, then, Mm -hmm we're we're harming ourselves from a psychological well-being standpoint
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know like all of that beyond actually like asking the input of of someone who is old, older and wiser mm-hmm. um and who has the knowledge beyond like not even right. tapping into that source
1: right
0: we're we're so consumed with all of this that you know we're we're causing ourselves anxiety and right low self-esteem and low confidence and, you know, just putting ourselves down in it
1: um, and and believing it. I wonder too, um, is that part of the breaking down of the American family? Um, I, when I was growing up, the culture was totally different. On the weekends, every Sunday, you would go to your parents' home for dinner. And all the children would go and you would sit and you would see the the parents sitting there and talking and laughing and the kids would be playing and climbing trees. And um, you wanted to be there. You wanted to hear those stories. And that is a terrific way for kids to to remain close to their families Mm -hmm. um, and hear those stories and appreciate and honor and respect their families or their parents. Uh, but we have really pulled away from that and um it's it is a problem for the younger generation but our families are so broken up some of them don't have a a family to go home to so yeah that is is a major breakdown
0: but to to that point uh that is something so I looked at tons of studies um, in the medical the um, community as well as what the world health organization is doing with regards to ageism and that is one of those things that they recommended was that multicultural family dynamic and and keeping in touch like having your children in touch with your your great grandparents you know like keeping mm-hmm. everybody um kind of working together
1: mm-hmm.
0: would help to break that cycle of ageism
1: mm-hmm hmm which I think,
0: that was kind of neat
1: yes it sure is and then
0: like sue said she would go to her father without any yes without yes. any you know she would be like yeah he knows because he's uh-huh. done this you know
1: uh-huh. and it made his day you can be sure of that
2: you know The other thing that I notice happens when um, because we we go to my dad's house from take we take them dinner quite Good. frequently because mm-hmm. they don't cook as easily as they used to. Sure. And so we just grab food and bring it over, and we do that you know at least twice a month, if not more.
1: Wonderful.
2: What I've discovered about that experience is it not only keeps me mindful that, you know, my dad does have so much knowledge and so much value to contribute, but it it strengthens our relationship mm-hmm. and it also keeps me mindful of my aging process.
1: Wow.
2: When I when I watch how he moves and you know I see his lifestyle and I think okay I'm learning the things that I want to do and the things I don't want to do and the things I want to do very differently and yes. you know And, and I, I don't really ever want to be one of those people who says it's awful to get old. Now, Mm -hmm. of course we can't predict injuries and things that really do take a toll and have an impact. But, um, but I really, I want very much for my aging experience to be different from that. Mm -hmm. And I'm still, I think, young enough that I believe it can be. Yes. But (laughs) I think that's probably kind of naive. I don't know. (laughs) No, no, it is not naive.
0: It's not naive. That's specifically what I work on with clients is redefining that aging process and how that looks. Like, Uh you know, you see people and you're like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be humped over with, Uh you know, osteoporosis and not, uh, you know, not able to stand straight up, you know, like you, you find things that. You don't want to happen to you, right? And very much so. That doesn't have to happen to you. There are so right. many things that we can do to age differently. Uh-huh. Um, but one of the ways that we can do it in a way that we aren't prone to ageism is to be active in our aging, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to embrace that, yes,
1: um,
0: and and have a positive self perception of us at every age, right? Mm -hmm. So at, you know, at 50, almost 52, I am owning myself more. I am, I'm in uh, right now I'm in the phase of, I don't care anymore what anybody thinks. (laughs) (laughs) That helps. Um, (laughs) But, but I think that that is part of breaking down or reframing this system and and how we age. Like mm-hmm. you have to um to age well, we have to live well.
1: Mm-hmm. True. And true.
0: and and that involves all of this, like you know, psychological well being, this this multicultural connection, um, all of this plays a part in our health, like you mentioned, Sue, in the blue zones. Mm -hmm. They just are naturally doing these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we were to start embracing more of that type of practice and that type way of life, um, we would find ourselves in a lot different state. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I think the, the COVID era did not do us any favors. Mm. Um, I do know uh, firsthand that when you slow down or you stop, you go down fast and um, probably the year after the whole COVID ordeal, I did more sitting and hanging around home than I had ever done. And um, then I realized something is very wrong. (laughs) You know, I didn't have the energy and, and, and there's lots of reasons for that. But um, in that time period, I remember kind of quitting like, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. And, mm-hmm. and then you get up and you try to walk or ride your bicycle with, and do what you used to do. And you realize, oh, boy, I can't stop that. I can't let that go because it takes a toll really fast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I I really um, appreciate those people that are part of that blue zone and the fact that they have continued to live. Some continue to travel. Um they don't just sit back and uh, say okay i'm done i I do believe there is a time for that when you are really old and having issues with getting around you either get busy uh, at therapy or whatever um, or it it may be time that you really just need to slow slow yourself down well i
0: think to to both of your points um the the funny thing is, is that you did sit sedentary, but then oh. you remembered those things that kept you active and kept your muscles going and you yes. jumped back in to uh-huh. water aerobics and different things. And so
2: did you get better?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
2: <Pretty quickly. laughs> you know, that actually is another thing that, um, that, Comes to mind. There is an idea, I think, that if something happens, oh, that's not how it is. Like, as if as you age, things always get worse. But what I've seen, like, my husband's mom is 96, and um, she is kind of incredible. Like, she You know, has always walked everywhere. She did yoga well into her eighties. She's very active and very connected in her community, and Mm -hmm. I think that's what keeps her young.
1: Um,
2: And during COVID, she did not feel safe going. You know, walking around all the time. She actually moved out of the city temporarily and walked back and forth in her yard just to keep Uh active in any way she could. Uh And so, you know, she. You know but but i do think that the aging process is a lot like you know letting you know there are a lot of losses things you have to give up things you let go of like driving or cooking mm-hmm. for my my dad and stepmom but um, but when it comes to ageism I think you know I think the things you all have said are so important Um, with respect to, you know, value and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, contemplation of, you know, what does this person actually bring? There's so much. Mm -hmm. One thing that um, I wanted to, you know, just for a minute, go back to the beauty standards. I thought it was so interesting. Martha Stewart was on the cover of, I don't know what, was it Vogue? I don't remember, but um, she was on the cover of a magazine recently. And it sparked a lot of discussion about like, what should women in their seventies look like? And should we be, you know, striving for that? Or is that unrealistic? And she has so much money, so she doesn't really have all the wrinkles and, you know, there's a lot of airbrushing and, you know, Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of conversation around that. And I just thought it was so interesting because to me, who cares? Look the way you want to look, you know. Right, <laughs> right. I'm 51, and I'm wearing, you know, like I'm wearing short shorts now because I lost a bunch of weight and I look cute. Fine. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> I don't believe in those, you know, what you should wear after, you know, a certain age. Uh-huh. Where would you want? Do what you want, you
0: know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was the Sports Illustrated swimsuit oh, edition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she was on
1: that one. I didn't realize it was that.
0: She looked amazing, and yeah. I, I posted about it because I'm like, you know, if you need a role model. Mm -hmm. That, you know, in so many ways, number one, she doesn't, she didn't care, Mm -hmm. you know, she's doing her thing. Number two, she looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's still working. She's, she's like, her body looks great. It, it she's proud happy like it was so inspiring yeah to see her just embrace that and be like you know what who cares I'm yeah sure I'm whatever age I am I can't remember how old she's like 83
2: maybe oh, I don't want to speak out of turn because sorry Martha um,
1: <laughs> but-, but also
2: remember that our entire country is governed by people whose average age is like I don't know a lot Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Natives, I think very high, right. so there's certainly we it's weird as a country and as a culture, we do discard the elderly and yet we let the elderly run our country. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. <laughs> that that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, that's well, very we, interesting. We
0: didn't, <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get into the uh ageism plus sexism situation that we're in yeah, as women i
1: tried like, i tried but
0: uh, well no that's that's sexism not sex
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I always get know. confused on that at my age
2: <laughs> yeah apparently okay I, no, so we've we're... now learned one advantage to aging is you can use it <laughs> if you need to <laughs>
1: Exactly. Right,
2: the exactly. libido is My mom, strong. Don't that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the libido is strong. <laughs> I think. I, I think there's a thing. You know, like ages and like people fear getting older because of how, um, age is so looked at like such mm-hmm. a anti. You know, like they're everybody's anti-age. So why would you want to age? Because right, right. Uh, anti-age. Right. Um and so i saw something recently i thought was really great instead of fogo which is fear of getting old it's now jogo which is the joy of getting old oh, okay right on i like that so if we can all jogo then um you know that's going to take us to that's going to take us breaking the stereotypes right and yeah. turning things around and and advocating for Equality at our ages, you know, Mm -hmm. moms in her seventies, we're in our fifties. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we, it's it's up to us to create that awareness and call it out and change it. We need to be proud of ourselves at our ages. Like Martha, be proud that you're in. Hang out with
2: older people because your perspective on what old actually is will change. I don't think like I have friends in their eighties and nineties, so I don't really think of old the way like you know, the kids age. are saying 50 is old. Like, sorry, I don't think well, you're old until you're in your like late nineties. I, right, I mean, right. I the agree. government says 40 and I know that's a crock. It's crazy. Uh, yeah.
0: I, you're right. Hang out with, hang out with people of all different ages, like diversify right. your group a little right. bit, you know, right. so, pull, pull wisdom in wherever you can and, mm-hmm. and don't discount Younger women, too, you know, like we don't need to be anti young because that doesn't serve us either. We need to all be in a positive place of we're all important and we all can make an impact on the world. And yes, yes. it's never too late to age well and Mm -hmm. to to live better and and Jogo.
1: Yes,
2: (laughs) I think the young bring the energy and the old bring the wisdom. And the more we can combine those, the better mm. off we'll be. Absolutely. Oh,
0: it's like the best Wonder Twin superpower ever.
2: Yes, <laughs> I agree.
0: <laughs>
2: Wonder
1: Twin. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Yeah, for, for all of you older or younger people who don't know what a Wonder Twin is, <laughs> gen, find someone Gen X and they'll clue you in. How dare.
1: How dare. All kinds of things.
0: For shame.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I I think that this is a conversation that uh, we'll continually have. And I think that it's important for us to have out there so everybody else can join in on the conversation because that's part of creating that awareness and um
1: good
0: and getting rid of ageism um that discriminatory prejudice that that we that is so readily available around
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: our culture
1: yeah
0: i agree sue thanks for joining us Oh, thank you for yes. inviting
2: me. It's always yes. so much fun to talk to you, too. <laughs> oh, we love surprise.
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we love having you and having your input. And um, it's really valuable to have other people's perspectives. Because, mm-hmm.
2: And it's good for me to get a little mom time, too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> Great. Oh, <laughs> well, good. Okay. So,
0: yeah. So we're you know, kind of wrapping up and, um, any key takeaways from this conversation? Mm.
1: Makes me want to start a crusade.
0: <laughs> well, there are mm. crusades out there. Are there? Yes. There are anti-ageist groups. Okay. That you can join and, um, they're trying to break down that discriminatory, um, mm-hmm. acceptance in our society. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're out there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's just amazing to me that uh, you know we've we have so many great things about our culture, but um, some we've let go of, and mm. I guess that just kind of happens through the years as things do change. But um, you know the whole idea of the family unit and being together. Um, I just get very happy when you you and Travis call and say, when are you coming down? Why don't you come down and stay and um, that's not easy to have company in your home, but it's like I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful and so blessed that you guys will take time with me. Oh, it's fun. Oh, it, it is fun. I have a wonderful yes. time. It's
0: not like it's not like we're just throwing you a bone. Right,
1: you know? right. <laughs>
0: we have fun.
1: Yes, we um, sure do. We sure do. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that um the thing that I um am taken away from this is that I'm I'm number one very fortunate to have worked in an industry where I was awakened to ageism but also understanding the importance of me calling it out when I see Mm -hmm. or hear people doing it um, because that's I I think that that's how we so we're going to reframe this whole thing and and have it differently and the work that I'm doing to help women you know take back the mm-hmm. way we age and take back the way we talk about aging and, mm-hmm. and really redefine all of that is super important. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, we can have this, we can have this life, however we want to have it, you know, right. you want to live in a state of where you're always anti-aging and trying to like beat the clock and, mm-hmm. and working so hard and always second guessing the way you look and feel in the mirror because, you know, this or that, or you're fighting it at work because you just got to be the cool kid, you know, the cool Mm -hmm. mom (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, or you're,
0: you know, or you're not getting the care you need because people won't listen to you because you're older. And you know, like the, the the overarching thing is that that's going to make you miserable. Yes right and and your health is going to suffer because of it and Mm -hmm. nobody wants to live like that let's embrace the positivity of
1: right right
0: of this whole thing and be proud of ourselves and our Mm -hmm. age and be active in it and Mm -hmm. owning it and authentic and
1: yeah that's what true living is isn't it
0: it is it really is i mean true healthy living right like yes like health is a state of a body and mind but wellness Mm -hmm. your well-being Mm -hmm. that is like the goal right Mm -hmm. to to live well and be well Mm -hmm. and and feel it and really actually own it and mean it great great program well thank you very much Mm -hmm. thanks to you for providing a great program Okay, we just all (laughs) pat ourselves on the back
1: yes let's (laughs)
0: Nicely done.
1: I'm just (laughs) glad I can still do that, pat myself on the back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, that was an exciting episode. And I Mm -hmm. think that um, very eye opening. And there's a lot to think about as we roll out of here. Um, But um, hopefully this shed a little light on something that maybe wasn't even in your line of sight.
1: Right. That is true hmm yeah let's go get them okay that's go. good to me
0: crush this thing called aging
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying
0: <laughs> break break those prejudices and discriminations down right <laughs> all right well thanks again for joining us for this episode
1: thank you very much and i will talk with you later
0: all right everybody ciao ciao Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Things Mom Never Said, Secrets to Aging Well. We'll be back again in two weeks. So set your alarms, put us in your calendar, subscribe, follow, get ready because we will have another exciting episode just for you.